today. Biden calls for an assault weapons ban again after a shooting at Michigan State. Will legislators shed more light on the UFO shootings? And uh, the thing you never knew about Leah Thomas, which upon learning, you will immediately wish that you still never knew it. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I've got a little bit more voice than I did yesterday. So we'll see how it goes. I do have a, a, a throat lozenge, as we like to say. I, I could call it a cough drop, but I like to call it a throat lozenge. I'm joined today by Eric July, uh, of course, founder and owner of Ripaverse Comics. Thank you for being here, Eric. Yeah. Also, Jason Buttrell, uh, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Thank you for being here as well. Did you swallow a frog? Is that what happened? What's I, going on here? I have no idea. <laughs> I have had no voice all week, and it is actually very inconvenient to have no voice when you speak for a living. Well, you're a mother, so that means you're sick probably 95% of the year. I, I guess, but I just, I'm like, uh, everyone else in the house had this and has had it less severe than me, and it just, <laughs> I don't know. I guess because I'm a mother and I get no sleep, it always, uh, <laughs> right. it's a little bit worse for me. So... I want to talk about this, um, this MSU shooting, what we know and what it's led to with Joe Biden calling for this assault weapons ban mm -hmm. yet again. So um, Monday, a gunman shot up two separate buildings on the campus of Michigan State University. Um, it was like four hours that he was at large. And hours later, uh, he turned the gun on himself as he was confronted by law enforcement. So I want to, um, you know, as we started looking into this, as, as reporters started looking into this, did he have the gun legally? Did he have the gun illegally? What's the story here? Who is this guy? I'm not going to name him because we don't name the names of, of mass shooters. But as we are, we're, we're learning more about the situation, um, we find out that the shooter would have been barred from owning a gun at the time of the shooting had he had uh, the, the progressive prosecutor uh, done their job previously because former district attorney Carol Seaman lowered gun charges against him back in 2019 when he had a previous gun charge. Um, the original charge of a felony was lowered to a misdemeanor, so obviously if he was a felon, he would have not been able to purchase any weapons. He would have not been able to own any weapons, but he wasn't because he pled down to a misdemeanor. And uh, conveniently, she retired at the start of the year after uh, you know, facing backlash from all of the local elected officials for her office's 2021 policy regarding people who commit crimes while carrying a firearm. Uh, back in 2019, she said that sentencing enhancements lead to dramatic racial inequity and is not linked to the goal of keeping people safe. So um, this, of course, has led to Joe Biden to call again for an assault weapons ban and a ban on high-capacity magazines. Uh, yesterday, I want to play for you what Joe Biden said yesterday to a room full of legislators. Watch. And I'm going to say something that's always controversial, but there is no rationale for assault weapons and magazines that hold 50, 70 bullets. 
Um, and he also released a statement on top of that pushing Congress to write legislation that he can sign banning assault weapons. Um, I want to... I, do we even know what kind of gun this no, guy I, used? Yeah, not yet. I mean, I saw rumors and stuff Why floating not? around that it was like a, it wasn't that it was like it was a handgun. Right. But that's, picture, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. What I, that's what I heard, too. And it always makes it sound very convenient when the president is using a shooting to push for an assault <clears throat> weapons ban. Yet we don't actually know what kind of gun was used yet. Yeah. If, if it was an AR pistol or if it was just a regular AR, we would have known immediately. Immediately yeah. it would have been blasted all over the place. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't, it might have been a handgun, may not. Look, I don't really take issue with the whole, you know, because I think I was a gun rights being universal, you know what I mean? That's my position on that, and I'm not going to kind of waver on that just because one idiot did something unfathomable, stupid thing of, of certainly trying to use aggression, not trying to actually did use aggression upon peaceful people. And, and killing them because what often happens is that when these laws are in existence and as they have historically speaking you're incriminating people that haven't done anything now you can make the argument this is a little different because when he was in like the uh, position of committing a, a a crime prior to when when he was getting these uh, other other various gun charges nonetheless um, I look at all be it permits or anything that requires people to jump through these ridiculous hoops to own weaponry. I would I don't care what happens in any given scenario. I want all of those to be completely eliminated um, and, and certainly abolished. And, you know, I think more of the conversation should be centered around the fact that, of course, it, we, we get these areas that, you know, people aren't supposed to be able to carry gun free zones, schools and all this uh, foolery where often a lot of this stuff that we see of this magnitude certainly uh, happens and the laws that are already in existence didn't certainly prevent it from happening. So I guess people think that if we <coughs> legislative even harder, then that's something that could, could happen. Now with Joe Biden, he hold was on, hold on, hold on. So, but you don't think that if we make murder more illegaler, <laughs> that it would prevent yeah, from uh, committing Yeah, something that's crimes? already illegal, I guess. It's even with the assault weapons ban. There already is a assault weapons uh, ban, but I guess what they want it to mean now is that it now goes to like guns such as like an AR-15 uh, and whatnot. So Joe Biden was on autopilot, much like all the other Democrats were on uh, autopilot. Didn't matter what the gun was or not, they were going to push this because that's the narrative that they were going to run with. Certainly when the race car couldn't be pulled, uh, that was certainly where they were going to to go, unfortunately, because that's all it is that they have. But again, you have to understand what these laws actually mean. It is then that you are going to incriminate really overnight. You're going to tear people if you're certainly going to legislate at the federal level. You're trying to turn people maybe in, I don't know, felons overnight because they own something that you want to now deem as illegal because something unfortunate happened, though it wasn't us. You know, of course, I have uh, these guns, these types of guns, that high weapons, high capacity. You had those. Uh, yeah, yeah had uh, well, I guess they're in, in a river now. Yeah. Oh, uh, it happens sometimes. You had a yeah, yeah, yeah. Too? Just fishing, you know. Sometimes, oh, no. yeah. Sometimes that stuff, Gosh, that stuff, rough. that stuff happens sometimes. But you know, uh, you know, <laughs> incriminating people is a, is essentially what they want to do, and uh, I, I will never be for that, and I will won't certainly use a 
unfortunate situation like that to then say, well, more laws should be in existence. The, the reason they say they keep saying assault, assault weapons ban without definition is because they don't really have a definition. So they want to add to that later. It's like we got to pass the bill before, you know, everyone knows what's in it type thing. So it'll be like, oh, this attachment, that attachment, oh, this magazine, yeah. oh, this magazine, whatever, to where eventually you're operating with, you know, weapons that were used in the Civil War, pretty, pretty much. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what yeah. it'll be. Um, but they'll, and, and, and even still, then it won't be enough. They'll, they'll keep on adding and adding and adding to that or defining it in certain ways to where it will be virtually impossible for you not to be a felon and also be a gun owner. Yeah. This case right here is, uh, you know, a perfect example for a couple of different things. Um, one, uh, the gun laws we have are absolutely ridiculous. Um, the, the, this man should never have been arrested to begin with uh, for carrying a weapon without a concealed weapons permit. Concealed weapons permits are blatantly against Second Amendment. That, that should not even be a thing. Yeah. You have a, we have a Second Amendment for a reason. You should be able to carry a gun mm-hmm. to protect yourself, your family, and your property at all times, bar none. That's it. Um, but we do have these stupid, idiotic laws. Um, and you can't... It shows that these laws are meaningless. You have these prosecutors that are decriminalizing certain type of things. They don't even want to, they don't even want, we've seen this time and time again after these shootings. They don't even want to enforce the laws that they have. They're unconstitutional. They don't enforce them anyway. It's stupid. They're not serious about any of this. And not only that, and the second thing is they're not serious about protecting any of these institutions. I mean, they keep on screaming about how, oh, it's, you know, do it for the kids, do it for the kids. You don't care about the kids. Right. Otherwise, you would make it harder. You'd make some of these locations harder targets to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, the teachers are not allowed to be armed. Um, they don't have adequate security patrol officers. Um, there's no, many times, there's just open access. They can, people can just walk straight in if Especially they want Especially in to. a university. Especially right. in a university, yeah. right. But, I mean, I've, I've seen even, uh, you know, elementary, junior, and high schools yeah. that they make it a little bit harder, but... It's not that hard to walk into some of these places. You need to lock some of these places down, make it a harder, and don't announce the fact that these are gun-free zones because that is a golden ticket to a crazy person every time. So I want to um, I want to read the the statement from the White House on this because it just you know you mentioned like well it's they're they're just trying to make it so that if you are a gun owner you will eventually be a felon. Um, I think that there's something to that. So they said. Congress must do something and enact common sense gun law reforms, including requiring background checks on all gun sales. We have that. Banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines. Not that. Thank you for bringing that up, Jason. Um, Closing loopholes in our background check system. (laughs) Probably the gun show one. Uh Um, Which is bullcrap. Yeah, Yeah. that's not a thing. (laughs) Go ahead. Explain why. Go ahead. Well, there's no such thing as a gun show loophole. Now, this is what frustrates me so much about, particularly the left in in this country, is that these are the positions that they have, and you can throw out any fact that you want and say, this has been debunked Mm -hmm. 17... thousand times. We already have background checks. We, all, we already, all this yeah. stuff that you're asking for, my actual problem is that they exist. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like the fact that there's certain gun where you get to like the uh, what, National Firearms Act and you can't have a machine gun with the if the damn, the soldiers can have it, we should be mm-hmm. able to have it too. And yes, that includes. That's the whole point. Uh, that's, the whole, that's the whole point. So my issue is that the laws are in place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, of course, 
that's not their problem. They think we should be doing even more when it's already, like you said, with the background checks and and there is no there are no gun show loopholes, which is more than likely what they're referring to. And I don't know what they what their issue is with uh, with high capacity uh, uh, magazines or what their problem is with that. But I guess they're looking at it like, well, you can't inflict as much harm if you got to change out your mag or, or something stupid like that. Nonetheless. That's a problem that they and, and, and I guess this is where the, the, the quote unquote right in this country has done it. Reagan did it. Tra- uh, Trump did it as well, where they give ground mm-hmm. to these guys yes. on several different bump issues stocks. and it never stops. So when, they, when the whole bump stock ban mm-hmm. thing happened with with Trump, that, you know, you had people that were on our side of the aisle were like, well, he's just trying to get them to shut up. You got to give them something after the whole Las Vegas thing. Have no. they shut up about gun rights? No, no. no. they have no. not shut up. That, this, you got right to what I was just about to say is giving ground. They don't ever talk about the fact that and they love to vilify the NRA, but without the NRA, we wouldn't have the current background check system that we have. Yeah, exactly. They well, worked with the yes. government yeah. to do that. Fact. Yeah. Fact. That's absolutely ridiculous. They never, ever mention that. That's but when you give a little bit, you give them something, and look where we are today. Yep. It's just going to keep on getting worse. Well, and just to just to kind of tie this up, um, to finish the, the statement, they also are calling for requiring safe storage of guns and eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on the streets. I mean, I'm just saying, when I go to a gun manufacturer and I say I want a gun, I don't want, like, the gun that doesn't kill. Oh, yeah. I want the gun that kills. I, I, I That's want, kind I of want the, point. the weapon of war. That's, That's the, the one point. I want. Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> freaking point. It's like, well, I don't want the inefficient gun. Right, yeah. like, show me the worst gun that you have here. I want the inefficient gun. No, yeah. I want the gun that kills the best. That's what I want. What was that requiring safe storage? That's what For it says. Who? Requiring safe storage of gun. Who? Who For people? Gets, yes. You, you know what that means, right? Yes. That's a gun registry. Yes, correct. That's but it's a gun also, registry. But it's also like who and 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 whose definition of safe, yeah. right? Like what is safe storage to you? Because if you have, if someone lives alone, if an adult lives alone and wants to have a, a gun on their nightstand, what's the problem? Who cares? Yeah. Right. So the only way to verify that is to have a gun registry mm-hmm. so that that can be checked upon. Right. Mm. And, it, you know, visually observed. Yeah. That's the only way. I cannot believe they're saying that out loud. Requiring that's safe storage of guns in their statement. I know. That's wow. why I wanted to read it because I was like, man, they're they are not just mm. talking about high-capacity magazines. They are pushing for requiring safe storage of guns. Because, as we know from the Biden administration, they don't. they know that what they're doing is unconstitutional. They don't care. True. They will do it anyway. Um, All right, we have got more to come, including um, there's some tension between China and the United States. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I'm going to ask this guy over here (laughs) if we're about to go through World War III. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So look, Valentine's Day may be over, but it is not too late to give yourself the gift of looking years younger with Genucel. Their most popular package right now is 70% off and it includes their probiotic moisturizer. I use this all the time. This is gonna include it, the most popular package. It's gonna include it absolutely free. Um, There's a bunch of ingredients. You know, you hear probiotic, you're like, oh, is that the same probiotic that you can find in yogurt? Yes, it is. And the same benefits that you get, you know, that you get in your gut, it's gonna give you in on your skin. It's gonna target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin to restore your balance to your skin's microbiome. You're gonna have a clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance. It's going to target fine lines, wrinkles, uh, skin redness, and they've got products for sagging jawline and eye bags and puffiness. I don't sleep. Um, So I use Genucel a lot because I don't sleep. 
So you should see how I look before I put the Genucel on. Actually, you shouldn't see how I look before I put the Genucel on. I'm just saying. Uh, it is guaranteed or your money back. Seriously, though. Seriously, shouldn't though. See. Shouldn't see. I mean, nightmare fuel. <laughs> when I don't use immediate effects under my eyes, nightmare fuel. Okay? You can go to Genucel.com slash Y right now. Every order right now includes an exclusive beauty box with two luxury Genucel gifts for you to, to try. Order now. There, don't sleep on this. There are limited quantities over at Genucel, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Y. China's foreign minister spokesman Wang Wenbin warned that they will take countermeasures against U.S. entities in response to the American fighter jets that were sh that shot down the surveillance balloon. He also claimed that the uh, U.S. flown uh, the, the U.S. has flown high-altitude balloons uh, over uh, Xinjiang. Is that how you say it? Xinjiang. Xinjiang. <laughs> I got it right. Nice. Uh, and Tibet regions after, of course, the White House rejected claims that it was behind the flights. Um, and look, I know that uh, senators met with the Biden administration to get a briefing on all of these three unidentified flying objects that were being shot down over North America in the last 10 days. Um, and they were given the, the ability to ask questions. Um, I, what the, all of the reports that I read, Democrats and Republicans both were not happy with the answers that they were, that they were given. They said that the public needs to hear uh, what was said in these classified briefings, that, that it should all be available to the public, nothing should be classified. And um, I want to play for you one of those people, Senator Marco Rubio, speaking to reporters after the meeting. Watch. What is this about? Um, <laughs> do you Super think that the administration is hiding information from you, or you just believe that they don't have that? Well, I don't think uh, hiding is a strong word. I think they certainly have information that is not available to us yet. And 95% of what was discussed in that room today can be made public without compromising the security of this country. Observing unidentified objects over U.S. airspace, particularly over sensitive areas of the country, is not new. What we heard in there described, uh, what we've heard publicly described, sounds just like the stories we've heard repeatedly. And that's why uh, an agency was created, an interagency task force was created to study all of this from a scientific perspective. And so my concern now is that the Department of Defense is not sharing that information with those scientists so that you can compare the data we have on these instances from the ones we have retroactively in the past, some of which have been explained, and so that we have a better understanding of this. And I think there's a stigma associated with this because of space aliens and all stuff. This is not about that. This is about whether an adversary, in my mind, this is about whether an adversary has developed a capability uh, that we know, that they know we're not looking for. I'm actually disappointed. I was looking forward to our uh, space alien overlords. Same. Yeah, and it looks like that's not gonna happen. No aliens. Uh... I mean, I'm I, uh, here. I was hoping to get superpowers out of this. <laughs> well, uh, right, because it's like, I mean, who, what we're, would you prefer, Joe Biden or a space alien? <laughs> I totally prefer the space uh, alien. Like I said, maybe, you know, I've read a lot of comic books in my life, and usually that's how it starts. And then next thing you know, there's some superpowered <laughs> being, or I got something that was a gauntlet of some sort from the aliens that they, can do they things. They probe you, and then you have superpowers? Yeah, something like, <laughs> if it has to go that way, I mean, I think that's the, that's a decent trade-off. Uh, superpowers, I mean, you start thinking about it there, if the probe is, is absolutely worth it. But no, seriously, I... I I don't know what the hell is going on because, to your point, I've read some of these reports. Some of them said, at least with one of them, there was a Chinese balloon, maybe, but the other one was a, you know, just a UFO that we don't really uh, know, or at least they haven't 
told us what, right. it, what it actually is pertaining to the other unidentified flying objects. I, I'm not one of those guys. I'm pretty sure if we got maybe maybe this would have been a great show to have the aliens guy uh, show up so we could know exactly how often that this stuff happens as far as just random stuff just floating up in the air that people don't actually know what it is. And then the Department of Defense has to like shoot it down or grab it or do do whatever. But yeah, I, I guess to the point of the Chinese cat, and I'm not saying it like in like some sort of racial connotation i'm just saying he's literally chinese uh talking about what's ha like u.s maybe flying stuff over there that intrigues me i would certainly want to know more about that if that's a thing that's happening if there's uh some blowback issues here or there's some retaliation uh type of deal here or who kind of what came first the chicken or the egg i guess that's what i am more in intrigued by is okay if we're gonna do this thing let's get this over with uh, because just sitting here looking at each other like, hey, we're going to fly this over your object, over your country to see what you got going in other countries saying, well, we're going to do the same. So but, you know, he's going to, of course, know far more uh, about what the hell's going on. So please tell me it's the aliens. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. That's what I was going for. I think it's I think it's hilarious now that even Marco Rubio seemed to kind of insinuate that. I guess no. He he said that he said that it was wasn't about space aliens, but he did uh, he did compare what this situation to the, their task force on UAPs. Dan Crenshaw tweeted mm -hmm. yesterday that they were classified as UAPs. What is what is UA, what is UAP? Basically UFO. But now well, they I know. Say but what it, but what is the actual? Do we know? Because uh, I know UFO is unidentified flying object. Why are we calling them UAPs now? Aerial phenomenon. Oh, so that's like yeah. Give yeah. me a. Okay, so it's a UFO. Yeah, it's, it's UFO. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but I, but this, what the crazy thing is that Marco Rubio is on the Gang of Eight. So the whole reason for the Gang of Eight is so that the administration has a group, a small group of Congress that they know can keep their mouths shut. They have the highest security clearance, and they can let Congress through the Gang of Eight know everything that's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, we were, uh, who was it? Uh, Senator Kennedy was hilarious yesterday. You know, he was like, I think his, the best quote was, he said, if you're confused about this, you're exactly in the clear or exactly, you know that you understand the situation perfectly because everyone's confused. And I, I'm sorry, I do not buy that from the, the, the Biden administration. Mm. I don't buy that at all. We know the first one balloon was Chinese. We know it. Um, they admitted to it. Mm -hmm. The other ones, after they uh, supposedly <coughs> tweaked the radar, so the way radar works is they're looking at things that are flying, there's like a minimum uh, speed. Mm -hmm. And the radar kicks on when something, they, you know, so they see something going 200 miles per hour or more, something like that. Well, these are going f uh, slower than that, so the radar doesn't even bother even trying to track it. Well, now they've adjusted it to where it's trying to track it. Well, they could be picking up, you know, hobbyists that are, you know, sending up drones. Uh, you know, random news station sending up a weather balloon to try and get better coverage of their area. We're not sure. And it makes me think that the reason they're not telling us more is because they're just shooting things down willy-nilly because they know how embarrassed they were over not responding to the Chinese intelligence balloon. Right. Now, we came out, I think, was it today or yesterday, that we had been tracking that balloon for seven days. Mm -hmm. So when it lifted off and when it traversed all the way across the ocean, all the way to Alaska. We were, we were watching it the entire time. Now that's plenty of time for us to say, okay guys, you know, go to, call up the embassy, you're now at Alaska, we're gonna shoot it down. They didn't do it, why? Well, we know that Secretary Blinken was you know, getting ready for a big uh, discussion with his counterpart and Xi Jinping, uh, I think this week, primarily to talk about climate change, primarily. And we've known, Biden has said in the past that he thinks the greatest national security threat 
It's not China. It's not Russia. It's global warming. Mm. So they're not even considering our actual national security as any, they're not considering it to be a threat at all, you know, or something to look at. They're focused on global warming. So, of course, they're like, ah, you know, it doesn't matter. It's a Chinese spy balloon, whatever. But make sure that we saw that meeting right on climate change and global warming. I think they sold out our actual national security because of that. They didn't want to tell us this. That's why the Pentagon didn't even make a statement, even though they've been tracking it for a week, until after some random photographer in Montana, he posted it Thursday uh, morning. Then the Pentagon was forced to make a statement. Then Secretary Blinken canceled his diplomatic trip to China. The timeline makes sense to me. They are trying to cover that fact up, and now they're like, no, we're strong. Look, I just, we just uh, took out with an F-35 the, uh, this kid's drone. That's what I think this is. <laughs> but we're getting into a tit-for-tat situation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I'm not concerned about war yet, even though I do think we fight the Chinese within probably my lifetime, probably the next five years or so. That's my prediction. Um, oh. Even the Air Force uh, yeah, agrees we, we, we within covered two that. years. Well, they agree within their, their memos, their employee memos, but they didn't, you know, when they were asked to release a statement, didn't they say like, oh, that was just, that, that wasn't, that's not a public opinion that we have. That was just Be- because you're not memo supposed to, that was circulated. Because you can't say that out loud. Because then China's like, whoa, what? You know, yeah. like, yeah, but that's what they all think. That's, I mean, that seems the way we're going. But as far as like how this escalates, I, I wouldn't be surprised. We sanction companies involved with the Chinese spy balloon. I'm sure they're going to tit for tat companies involved with whoever, even if it's bullcrap, yeah. but they're going to say, oh, Microsoft and Apple had this joint, okay, so we'll sanction them or whatever. Um, they'll do that. They might even shoot down a drone, you know, or something like that, that they say veered off into their, you know, territorial airspace, even if that could have been, is bullcrap or not. I don't know. I don't see it going much further than that. I really don't yet. But, but make, I mean, they're willing to violate U.S. sovereign airspace. Right. They're gearing up. Right. It's escalating. It's, right. not, it's not going down. So until we combat them in some other way and say, hey, this is not worth it for you to get into, which I haven't seen. uh, The Trump administration came closer to that. They actually put eyes on that. And by the way, Biden hasn't rolled rolled back any of the things that they criticized him over. Mm. The tariffs, things like that. Much of that stuff is still in place because they know it's needed. Well, uh, again, I would just like to say I would prefer the space alien overlords to a war with China. I just would prefer the space aliens. Um, we got to take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Um, Jason kind of outlined, like, there's a lot of danger in the world these days. Now is the time to stock up on emergency food. Uh, you're going to need the food, and you don't know when you're going to need it. That's the whole point. Right. DFW what? shuts down every February for at least <clears throat> a week. That's Apparently, perfect. Uh, uh, we're learning now, <laughs> now that we're, I mean, I've, I've lived in Texas my entire life and na- just recently we're finding out, oh, okay, apparently it's a thing that we just shut down and uh, don't go anywhere for like a week straight every winter yep. and you don't know when you're going to need emergency food. So the point is you have to go now to mypatriotsupply.com, stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit and uh, when you do this, you're also going to get $200 worth of survival gear as a free Bonus, the world is falling apart, okay? So you're going to need this gear anytime, you know, the grid goes down, uh, anytime you might have to fend for yourself. And to see everything you'll get, go to mypatriotsupply.com. This $200 bonus gift comes with that three-month emergency food kit. You're going to get breakfast, lunch, dinner, everything you need so that your family can be prepared. It's not going to last forever, so you got to go there. It is mypatriotsupply.com.
Jake Crane over at the Daily Wire recently did a little bit of a deep dive into the NCAA's golden child, Leah Thomas, and um, gets a little gets a little bit dark. I'm just going to warn you. So this is. I don't ever think that this show is appropriate for young children, but I would just say in particular, like all of this, not appropriate for young children. But uh, I want to I wanna pull up his little tweet thread here. This is a thread we never expected to write. We sat down with NCAA women's swimmer Riley Gaines, and she shared some info about Leah Thomas. So we did some digging, and now we have a lot of questions. Is this what the NCAA thinks a woman is? Warning, what we found is jarring. So... What they found is uh, Leah Thomas appears to have two Instagram accounts. His public account, Leah K. Thomas, featuring a small handful of generic photos promoting messages like, let trans kids play. Then, a private account, Leah Thymus. It's spelled with an I instead of an O, uh, Thomas's. In our research, we found uh, the, there were multiple Instagram posts about AGP. This is autogynephilia that Leah Thomas, the fake account, allegedly engaged with. AGP is a male's propensity to be sexually aroused by the thought of himself as a female. So as you can see, those of you who are, who are watching and not listening, you can see, you can go in through um, these posts and see that Leah Thomas's alternate account has liked these particular Instagram posts uh, alluding to, you know, all of this AGP, which is something I had never heard of until this deep dive was done. Uh, Jake says, one of the most shocking things we discovered, on uh, 7-16-2022, Gwen posted a series. This is Gwen. This is um, Leah Thomas's. So we need a flow chart oftentimes. Leah Thomas's boyfriend. They're both transgender women. So they're just gay dudes. I don't know why they can't just be gay <laughs> dudes. Uh, but... Uh, his girlfriend, right, his boyfriend, who so goes by minute. the name of Gwen. Wait, 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 Go ahead. So yes, you have a, questions, I know. So trans lesbian is kind of what we're dealing with? Yes. What the? Yes. All right, continue Instead on. of just like, like, y'all are gay, and that's fine, but just be gay, okay? I'm not going to be able to follow this. I can already tell. Okay. So, oh, but, oh, but you will understand the ending. So uh, Leah Thomas's significant other, posted a series of photos of the two of them together with the caption with two cherries and scissors. And one of their friends commented, ballless beauties, Leah Thomas and Leah Thomas's significant other, both liked that comment. And then Leah Thomas's oh, significant other no. posted a picture with a little ball in a little jar with some liquid, and it's apparently they like took their they chopped their testicles off and now hold them in a little jar, and that's not weird at all. Totally normal behavior. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we should be treating these people for the mental illness that they clearly have rather than parading them around and allowing them to dominate uh, women's sports. They're kicking Riley Gaines out of, you know, having a chance at, at being a champion and winning a championship. And literally, this is just a like, severely mentally ill man who needs help, who cut his, this, this allegedly cut his balls off and keeps them in a jar. 
Well, transgenderism used to be classified as a mental illness. Because it is. Because it is. But then all of a sudden when it became the next social justice thing, suddenly they're just not even looking at that fact. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that you have to have like a a burner account, which wasn't even, I mean, you changed one letter. Isn't that like the old school comic books where they have like a tiny little mask and all of a sudden no one knows who that person is? Yeah, they like put on glasses. glasses, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Clark Kent. I'm like, I have glasses on, you don't know who I am. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That wasn't fooling anyone. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it it just, it it boggles my mind. And almost every single, uh, in almost every single one of these high profile cases, we find something like this out. Mm -hmm. Like there's something either extremely deviant or very mentally disturbing that's going on also. But in and, and, and the worst part is they're pushing younger kids into this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So even if they weren't already already, you know, mentally disturbed or something wrong like, you know, with their squash, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's actually states now that are trying to fight to make sure that this younger and younger and younger kids have access to this, what do they call it? Gender Gen- affirming. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Which is so funny because it's like no gender affirming care would be telling these people that they were they were born yeah. with a penis, therefore they are a boy. That is gender affirming care. Yeah, it's degeneracy. Um, mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, and I just kind of a bit of a side note. I just think it's weird because it's like, okay, so that's why I asked about the whole trans woman thing because yeah. like, wait a minute, are you into girls? You know what I mean? Like. Well, and if that was the case, why did you just stay a dude? Were you actually gay? You know what I mean? Like that or like because now you're trans, but you're also now dating, a, yeah, albeit another trans person. But y'all both are masquerading as women. So I guess in some case you kind of like women. So I'm kind of confused that why go all that that far to all also end up with someone that's masquerading as a woman. I mean, you, you know say I mean? you must Which like it is women. Gay. It yeah, is you, gay. You make say no you mistake. must like women, but I mean, I feel like it's pretty it's, gay. Yeah, like no, no, make no mistake, it's still gay. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's exit only, like if it's not exit yeah, only, yeah, it's, it's still gay. it's still gay. But I'm just saying that's, that's going okay. through a lot of extra steps only to end up kind of <laughs> right. doing doing exactly. You're just still gay. Yeah, you're still gay. You know what I mean? So that you went all through this this transformation or whatever only to still be gay. And I just don't why know. are you making it so hard on yeah, yourself, yeah, bro? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Be gay. Yeah, it's just, that's it. it, it we just, don't need all the extra steps. Yeah, that that was weird, man. I, I didn't quite understand that, but yeah, on a serious note. These people do got got some issues, and yeah, the fact that this is getting pushed on on younger folk has unfortunately, you know, gotten to the point with their men are destroying women's sports, uh, destroying them in those sports because they do have an advantage that for whatever reason, if you bring up that advantage, you are a bigot because I guess it's not uh, a certainly a thing. But you know, the people that are often, you know, I've talked to this talked about this with you before like unfortunately a lot of women are the ones that are supportive of these people that are often infiltrating their own sports which are other dudes Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that ain't toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly that is the patriarchy what is uh if if that's what you're going to support but it's this whole idea and this is what I hate about this stuff and why they talk about this gender affirming care so much is that now they are weaponizing Offing yourself, which I despise, where they essentially say, hey, if you don't transition your child, they may, which according to all data, doesn't change at all once they go through the transition anyway, 
But the whole idea is that if you don't affirm their gender, which is the gender that they, I guess, want to be, then they may do something to themselves in mm -hmm. the regards to the self-harm. And I hate that that's where sort of the conversation is now that you have, because uh, the, the, the young lady that we spoke with on the show, I can't remember. Chloe her. Paul. Yes, that we spoke with with her. And, you know, you talk about like she, she kind of brought some of that stuff up and what the doctors were saying to her uh, or not, well, the doctors were saying to the parents, and it's essentially that, well, in order to protect them in their mind state, we have to do this. And I'm like, w just from a cultural societal point, how toxic is it that that's kind of what we are allowing ourselves to do? And that's weaponize people self-harming themselves mm -hmm. just to, for them to be able to get whatever it is that, that they want, even if it means self mutilation, and that's just dangerous. That's kind of like if a doctor, if a doctor has a schizophrenic patient, and the schizophrenic patient thinks that they're being attacked by aliens, and that all the people around them are aliens, mm -hmm. saying, "Okay, the way we're going to treat this is we're just going to go along with it." Yeah, right. right. We're going to pretend that with them and right. let them believe. And that. if you don't do it, then you 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 want that person to harm themselves. Right. right. It's insane. Right. Yeah. In any other context, that'd be insane. Yeah. Amen. Uh, all right, we uh, got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So, you know, look, when you're young, in your younger days, spring break is all about what you take off. But as an adult, when you get to be more mature age, like me, it's about what you put on. And uh, lounging, loungewear, is kind of my thing because um, my home is complete chaos, I would just like to say. My home is complete chaos all the time. And the only thing that makes it bearable is when I go home and I can put my Tommy John loungewear on and I know that I'm literally wearing the most comfortable things I can ever put on my body. They've got loungewear, they've got pajamas, they've got underwear, they've got men's, they've got women's, they've got it all for everyone. And their material literally is the softest material I have ever felt. And I used to listen to other people talk about Tommy John. And I was like, yeah, there's no way that it's that great. It's just clothes. There's no way. And now I know there is a way. It's magic. I don't know how they do it, but they do. They also have a uh, best pair you'll ever wear uh, or your money back guarantee. So you can know that uh, if it is not what I say it is, you can get your money back. So you have nothing to lose. I'm telling you guys, you got to go there. It makes your life all that much more comfortable. They've got a bunch of new spring designs. You can check them out over at tommyjohn.com slash Y. You can get 20% off of your order over at tommyjohn.com slash Y. See site for details. Video that Chelsea Handler recently did uh, went viral. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. Again, no children should be present while watching this, watch. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids, allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. 
I invent a time machine. Go back in time and kill Hitler. Freeze, you bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. I'd like to see a day in the life of a childless woman when she's 70 and uh, on her deathbed and dying alone with no family to love and support her. I would love to know if she might rethink her life choices after that. And look, I understand children are not for everyone, but to blatantly put it out there bragging as if you have a better life than me as a mother because you chose not to have children, because you can't be inconvenienced with taking your children to school, you'd rather be a drug user and go back to bed. What a total freaking loser. What an absolute joke. What a loser. That I, oh my God, it's humor. It's just, it's just comedy. It's just funny. No, 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 no. Is no. it though? No, it's not. Because that's exactly close. what the culture is telling us. These hedonistic losers, self-serving losers, want you to think that you can only achieve what you want. You can only achieve success. You can only be who you want to be if you don't have kids. It's disgusting. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because, hell, that seems to be the approach to a lot of people with kids um, and mm -hmm. that they only look at them as like they're a burden because they are hedonistic. They are libertine right. um, in, in their approach to life. And that is that they want to be able to do whatever self-indulging weird stuff that they possibly can and not, don't want to be even slightly uh, inconvenienced. And it's not about purpose. It's not about leaving a, a, right. a legacy. It's not about uh, mothering making, the next generation. Uh, yeah. Right? And, and, and like being great to the people that uh, are around you uh, and having that sense of purpose there. Uh, this is a coping mechanism for her. It's less uh, it, with if it might be masquerading as comedy, I guess. But it is a coping mechanism for, for her because she wants to present it as if, well, I'm so better off being childless. How old is she almost? What is she, 50, 60 years old almost? She looks uh, older than that. She's 47. Yeah. She does look yeah, oh, much older. Yeah. Um, so uh, whatever. Uh, that's her approach, as silly as it as it might be. But where I what I don't like about that is, unfortunately, there's people with children that also feel like having children is more of a burden than it is like a beautiful kind of blessing. Because these people are telling them yeah. day in and day out that their children are a hindrance to their life. Yep. I've, I've never seen something more sad, actually. <clears throat> I know. And, and actually just not funny. The amount of like production value that went into that, and it wasn't even slightly funny. Even when she tried to inject a couple of jokes, it just, no, I mean, she was being an asshole, is what yeah. she was. Yeah. It wasn't funny, I mean, there's ways to be a jerk and be funny, right. but she was just being an asshole, right. and it was not funny oh. at all. Oh, and by the way, yeah. my wife, Wear stylish shoes. I was literally just about to she say. She can oh, run a marathon by the way, in those. Anyone <laughs> yeah. who works here can tell you uh, my shoe game is much better than yours, Chelsea. <laughs> and I have two children, one of whom is a toddler that I have to carry around half the time because he's just throwing temper tantrums. And uh, I'm doing it fine. I've seen you run down the long hallway yeah. here yeah. in those shoes. Yeah, yeah. it's and very doable. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm better than you. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah, it's so cool, and I mean, I'll wait until we go to break. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked uh, whether or not maybe Joe Biden has some places where he excels communications-wise, uh, maybe some weaknesses, like where, where are his communication strengths? And she had quite an interesting answer, watch. That played a greater strength, some where he probably isn't as strong, etc. I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. 
Okay. So um, let's see. Whenever he said uh, he's going to effectively mobilize to turn on and under pressure, <laughs> and when he said that he had cancer, and let's see, what are what are what are all the other ones? Oh man, he's had some good ones. The one about the gay bathhouses is the funniest one. Y'all remember that? <laughs> no. one? He was like, he was like, yeah, they think it's about uh, gay bathhouses around around the clock six. He was talking to Ed Essa Cooper. Oh, I do. Remember. I was like, come on, man. I was like, what the hell is I this guy going on that. about? I do remember that. Okay, <laughs> if that is the best communicator that they have in the White House, you guys are in big trouble. There's. There's a reason why they had to have the Easter Bunny follow this guy, this man around on Easter and pull him away every time reporters came close to him. Yeah, like one of the communications <laughs> people in disguise as the Easter Bunny so that he couldn't talk to people and he is the best communicator. Also, imagine you are, literally your job is to communicate with the public and you rank Joe Biden in front of you. <laughs> as, as the White House press secretary, he you're probably like, is no, better actually, than he's better than me. He probably is. Is better. he? I mean, maybe he is. That's how bad. Yeah, that doesn't say is. anything. <laughs> when the bar is that low, it's easy to achieve. Clown show. Man. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.